Cock-a-doodle-doo. It's your favorite friends at Red Rooster. <laughs> we still haven't named the mascot yet. As a part of our agreement with Carrie and Brad, we should bring that up in the next meeting. Hey, we want to name really your, point. your rooster. And we want to pitch it to our audience. Take a vote on it. To clarify, we actually have not confirmed with Carrie or Brad that the rooster doesn't have a name, so we might be overstepping our bounds. We so might get to rename the rooster if it already mm-hmm. has. Shoot us a DM. Let us know what you think. I think uh, the c- community around GGT is creative enough. Y'all can come up with something that'll tickle Carrie and Brad's fancy. It's the tickle. <laughs> Head over to redroostergolf.com and use our code GGT20 for 20% off your first order. There's another side to good health, and that's good mental health. I love a cold open. Yeah. Um, but this is an audio medium, so for, for those of <laughs> those of us listening, we got Sedina Parks in the stew. This is a long time coming. In the stew. It is, but we're here. We made it happen. Let's get into that therapy, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just, you just want to get right into it. Okay. All right. yeah, so, no, yeah. I mean, Tell us your look, trauma. I'm, no. I'm chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, so you're in New Jersey right now. I am. In, in Freehold of all places. I love it. I'm loving it. Uh, what, what brings you, what takes you to New Jersey? To be honest, when I took some time off, I, I moved to Brooklyn and there was not much golf in Brooklyn. So mm. for me to go play some golf, I had to go to Jersey. And I just met some cool people here. You know, I built a family, a friendship, a cool, like, homie base out here on the East Coast. So when I decided to come back, I just thought it would be the perfect time to come back to Jersey. You know, um, I like the vibe. I like the people. The weather's perfect in the summer. That's really why I'm here. Um, I have a lot of my sponsors are connected out here on the East Coast too, so it's like it's a little it's a little home away from home. Let's just let's just simplify it. Got okay? it. That makes it's sense. a little home away from home. Well, we have people in Brooklyn. Uh, we have Liz and we have Connor that are currently in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, we have okay. family, yeah. So we'll, we'll definitely have to put you in touch with with the Brooklynites because um, there's definitely a network out there. LA kids are cool and all, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. The East Coast kids, they they got a little umph in it. Okay, that's hundred percent true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, for a, for a golfer, New Jersey might be a, an odd place that you would you would find a pro golfer. You know, mo- most people are spending time in warmer climates. Do you do you have a, a like a winter a winter situation for yourself? Yeah, it's in Florida. Okay, so I'm in Florida during the winter, but like. Snowbird. Jersey has some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the retired folks call it. Yeah, that's the weird word that people are throwing around. But yes, that's that's what it is. Right. But um, I really like I really like Jersey golf too. It's like it reminds me of Seattle a little bit with mm. the tall trees, the greenery, the soft grass. So again, it brings a little home back too. Every time I visit home, I'm like beat over the head with the green. Wait, where's home? Home is South Jersey. So you're you're about 45 minutes from my hometown. Actually, I'm going to pan up. Rancocas Golf Club. Okay, yeah. I see that. Willingboro, New Jersey. That's where I learned to play. That's where I, I, I cut my teeth. Not like you, though. 
but you, you you're you're a long way from home. So so uh, take us back a little bit. Where's home for you? And tell us maybe a little bit about how golf fits into your life, how it came into your life, young Sedina. I mean, I'm originally I was born in Raleigh Durham, and what people don't understand is that I took Raleigh Durham to Seattle. Mm. So my grandfather was stationed in the military at the time. So when he was stationed in in uh, Tacoma, my whole family from Raleigh Durham moved to Seattle. And I still have family in Raleigh Durham, but we we still order our barbecue, our meats from home. <laughs> we still order our barbecue sauce like and at the time I was staying up with my grandma growing up a lot of times. So grandma's house was the chill spot. Like everybody in the neighborhood would come to grandma's house for a cookout, for hangouts, for sleepovers. So we brought like that home hospitality to the mud. We lived in like Spanaway, like where the farm, where the cows were eating the grass. Like we were in the mud, mud. Um, a lot of times my cousin would wake up early in the morning, like, doing the hay before school and like wow feeding the horses like we were in the mud wow so my story is a bit interesting when it comes to stuff like that um that's how kind of how we grew up so moving into the city life is new for me but i like it are you good with that too like farm stuff like are you good with that can you can you bail hay is that what is that the term no, I I can't do any of it. I was spoiled. Let me let's just like let's just put this out there. I was spoiled and still am. Like I know who I am. Got it. I was very spoiled. Yeah. So you wake up and you hear the cows cowing, uh, maybe some roosters clucking. Um, at, at what age really was uh, was golf introduced to you? I think around eight, you know, I would go to the range with my dad. I wouldn't take it seriously because I was doing ball. Like basketball was, mm. I was going pro, you know, <laughs> like that was everything I cared about. And I was doing track and I did soccer, but basketball was my love. So I, I got introduced to the game really at around eight, started playing competitively, like getting more into it at the age of nine. Just kind of poking around on your, your Instagram and your website earlier today and uh, there is a Players' Tribune piece that you did. And something we talk often about on this podcast is the walk with the younger self, the the communication with the younger version of yourself. You know, like um, in my experience, uh, the I, I like to I like to speak to the thirteen year old version of me, right? Like that was a a really delicate time for me. Um, my family just moved. A lot of things were happening in my past that I was dealing with. Um, but that's a, a really special time for me. And golf has really allowed me to take time to spend time with that version of myself. And it's like, I think I, I weave it into like basically all everything that I do now. And it's, it's given me a lot. Um, but in reading the player's tribune piece, you also spoke to the 13 year old version of yourself. And I wonder if you can kind of unpack that with us. I mean, what do you want to know? Because when you were 13, what were you doing when you were 13? Let's be real. That's a great question. You know, we say we usually save uh, our meat and potatoes questions toward the end, but that's definitely one of them we can we can kick off here. Um, you know, 13 years old, I was like, it was all about Ashanti and and 
Sierra and uh, okay, <laughs> right. Know, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking about golf, even though that's when I started playing. I was into Aaliyah, man. Aaliyah mm. was my girl. Yes, I, I mean, you know, you know, we have our crushes growing up for sure. So it worked out perfectly. You know, I was like, yeah, I had I had Aaliyah and Tiger. Those are my two crushes right there. But what do you what do you want to know? Like, what's up? So you talked about your uh your experience at uh I'm I'm forgetting our leisure oh leisure hour leisure, leisure hour, hour golf. golf camp yeah well um can you unpack that a little bit with us what was that experience like being around other golfers that looked like you at a, at a young age yeah so gosh to be honest like I can talk I see it like it was yesterday I was in awe like I can't even explain to you how many black kids I saw on the bus getting ready to go to a golf course and we were all just kids we didn't even know sometimes we're just happy to see each other on the bus like making new friends we didn't even care where we were going Hmm. you know we could go to um and we weren't going to like the most pristine golf courses we were just going to which was nice you know some of these ranges that will allow us to take a whole school bus of kids and take up the range or a par three course and have us you know try to figure it out really because it's a bunch of kids trying to figure it out mm-hmm. um but at the same time what i learned the most from those kids is like there was a community but we understand like competitiveness like they were my cousins like i don't care we were making fun of each other on the on the bus like we were still ourselves it's like when you get along with your your family and your cousins you guys are just making fun of each other the whole time. The entire time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The entire time. <laughs> the entire time. It's not like, you know, and then eventually, like, we get to the point was like, yo, you hit a good shot or, yo, you did well today. Like, I saw you. I see you out there. But at the same time, I'm still going to make fun of uh, there's some kids that had, like, shoes that were too big for them because they went from the gr- So we call them canoe feet. Like, <laughs> we didn't <Canoe> care. <laughs> We didn't care. We didn't care. It's like, boy, you out here riding canoes today. Oh, my God. And it was Portland, so sometimes the grass was wet. So it just like, it was just a lot. We didn't realize how cold it was. We didn't realize how hot it was. We were just in the moment. And that's really what I remember the most. It's like a bunch of kids in the moment on the golf course. And I was like, this is lit. Yeah. Isn't it funny how a good roast will stay with you forever? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Absolutely. Which, okay, I already know you have a roast. Who who roasted you growing up? Oh, my God. Probably. <laughs> I mean, who didn't? Let's start there. But yeah. um, probably the worst roast I ever got. It, it was like, it was meant to be a compliment. That's what had me so fucked up. Um, this girl on my it was i was in fifth grade maybe we're sitting in the i'm sitting behind her on the bus she t- she like kind of leans over you know you can like stand up and lean over the back of the, the seat she goes you know you kind of look like jay-z and i was oh. like i was like no right right <laughs> i guess at the time to- yeah i mean look <laughs> Dang, now you're getting on my guy, like Jay-Z. <laughs> I love Jay-Z. He's my favorite rapper ever. But that man is not but, handsome. Let's just be real wow. about it. 
But canoe the, the, feet needs to be added to the glossary of terms yeah, for that, sure. <laughs> canoe feet, all of it, all of it. I remember one kid w- told me one day, it was like, you ugly. And I was like, me? Impossible. That was my response. And I oh, kept I walking. Love it. Like, Yo. Yo, I was I was crazy as a kid. I would I would I was I was wild. I, it hasn't changed. Yes. I haven't changed a bit. But I was wild as a kid, so I was easy. I was one to speak up for myself real quick. And sometimes I think I got in a period as I got older to like, you know, a lot of people were helping me, so I couldn't speak up as much. But now I got back to the point where it's like, now nah, I gotta keep speaking up for myself. So I I think I uh, regained that inner child lately, which is dope which is dope. So, hmm. you know, like that's why I can smile and cherish on the times when I was 13 or I was hanging out with those kids at leisure hour because I'm like reliving it almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It must be really cool to be like on the other side of this and like being able to give back to the kids and like know where you know, like kind of understand like their point of view of like, you know, like, what is this? What is this golf thing? Like, why should I care about it? Like, there's so many more things that have kids attention these days than when we were young. Like, you know, we're all kind of the same age. It's like, you know, like, we were almost pre internet, you know, it's like, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have social media, like we were just like out here just being idiot kids. And like, golf was like a great way to like, kind of channel that energy. And now it's like, for kids there's so many other things that they could be doing and to see them come out to the golf course i mean that must you know that must mean a lot right like that's yeah it's, no yeah. i mean it it does and it like i like now that i'm starting to understand um i really lo- i rather be with the kids than you know sometimes those charity events or like these tournaments where they have us playing i rather just be with the kids the whole the whole time and and not only that and i and i'm saying this to relate because i grew up as one of those like inner city kids as they call it but you know kids that are underprivileged and that's how i grew up so when i get those kids we relate because there's this one girl yo (laughs) i was taking a picture with a group of kids the other day this one girl really wanted to throw up gang signs in our photo hey you i was Bro, I was dead. And the, the, like the other kids were like, yo, uh, what's her name? Her name was Sally, this black girl. Her name was Sally. She's like, yo, Sally, you can't be doing that. <laughs> and she started laughing. We're all laughing, having a good time. But, you know, these are, this is what they're around. This is what they're accustomed to, yeah. right? And I told her, I was like, yo, you can be yourself. You can do whatever you want. I was talking to her from understanding her experience right and just trying to be a good example that's it you know and not trying to control her or direct her or tell her she's doing anything bad i was just influencing her to the point where i just wanted to be that example to help her understand that i don't care where you are you can be yourself just be smart and i can't remember the other two i i don't think we ever really forget that person you know who puts the hand on the shoulder and gives us exactly what we need to know or what we need to hear. I can vividly remember that person in my life and he's still in my life, thankfully. Um, but that's so important. And I think like the bigger conversation um, that capital G golf likes to have, what it should really be is representation. Like representation should lead all diversity, equity, inclusion conversations. Um, because right. if the folks pulling the strings don't 
look like the audience they're trying to reach, then, you know, is the message really hitting home? I, I say no, you know, and, and we need folks like you to take Sally and be like, go off. You know, we're, we're yeah. on the golf course, you know, and, and we're, we're here to do a thing, uh, but I want you to, to live authentically. I want you to do, do what you do normally. Just know that we're in a golf context, you know, and that, I think that's so important. You talked about your, your spiciness, you know, your competitive edge. And I, I've mm-hmm. always wanted to ask you this because uh, I watched your I season. Talk, I, can we, can we, can we curse on here? Yeah, of course. It's the internet. I talk mad shit. I talk mad shit. I love it. Good. This is this is this is the perfect layup to my this question. Is, I'm always going to ask. A lot yeah. of people. Hey, a lot of people don't, but a lot of people, majority of people do, but there's a few people that don't. But yeah, I talk mad shit. Yeah. No. Th- this is the internet, baby. <laughs> okay. Um. Nice. So, I, like a lot of our listeners, probably, you know, we ate up the Big Break series. Um. Your season was one of my favorites, just because it was you, and I was rooting for you the entire time. Um, right. Your your competitive juices that you were talking about is that why they were all so scared of you? Scared? I don't look. I wasn't even worried about those girls. If they were scared, they were scared. <laughs> I was trying. To, I was trying to win the thing. Right. So that's like, your problem. Not, that's your problem. I wasn't even seeing it like that. And if they were scared, then that's on them because I really was just trying to win that thing. Like. The crazy opportunity is coming with a W. Like, don't you like you just want to win every? That's my competitive juices. Like, I want to beat you at Uno. Right. <laughs> I love that. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just really, I don't really like losing much. And if I don't know something, then I won't dip into it as much. But I can play some ping pong now. Like, come at me. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh-huh. Drew, you're, you're actually you know, good at ping pong. I, that's, no, I'm, I'm, see, I'm, now, you know, I'm, a, I'm all right. I'm all right. I might not be good as Drew. Let me just step back. Cause. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I think it's, I think it's like, it's like kind of crazy whenever like the media asks a professional athlete, like to talk about their competitiveness. It's like, you don't, you don't become a professional athlete by not being competitive. Like it doesn't, it doesn't just happen by accident. Like you can have a lot of, you know, God given talent, but if you don't nurture that talent and you don't work hard, it just it's just talent. It doesn't it doesn't translate to it doesn't translate to success. Right. And I respect like I respect, you know, where I came from, but I also respect the people that came before me. So I'm not like I'm not going to, you know, shit on the ones that were really, really good before me that I learned from. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like thank them. And to, like, that's really some where my competitiveness has come from is from a lot of the athletes that I watched growing up, you know, I'm still give them their credit, not saying, Oh, I'm going to beat him one or her one day. Like, that's not how I, I just really want to be the best one day. Like, like they were in their time and their prime type of thing. I get that. And it's kind of like a, because you did, I can kind of thing, you know, yeah. Like, um, yeah. again, representation being so important because if you don't see it, you know, how do you, how do you know to be it? You just got to be the example. However that comes in your own form, just be a good example. Yeah. Um, what was, what was it like in the, in the big break house though? Like, gosh, I have so So, many, I have so many big break questions. I'm going to try not to, but I just, why, (laughs) why why are we bringing up big break? Like big break was fun. I'm going to be real with you. Well, that was my first introduction to you. 
watching that show and then like years had passed and then I found you again on the internet. So now that like we're friends, I, I, I just want to ask it's questions. Funny. about. You're goofy. I love it. <laughs> Big break was cool. Like, like there was no house. So we stayed at the Omni resorts. We each had our own suite. Got which it. was dope yeah it wasn't like big brother <laughs> right no right. it's not like that but like Mixing you know we would, yeah yeah like we, you know we would go like to each other's room you know and keep each other company you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like yeah. it was it was it was a vibe was it like a like a family vibe or was it more cutthroat since you were competing against each other no it was like look I was, I'm telling you, they had us, you know, we were doing a lot of work throughout the day. Let's be real. Like, you know, it was a busy, busy, long days. Like the days will be, we'll be up early and then we won't be done till like 9, 9 PM, 10 PM. And that's Mm -hmm. not even in our rooms yet, you know? So the days were going by super fast. um, Cause there's a lot of production and stuff that had to be done through the process, but I mean, I I really did like thinking back on it. Genuinely, had a good time. I'm glad to know that you were a very talented, very accomplished golfer early on. Four year varsity golfer in high school. You played at the University of Washington. The first black woman to ever play at the University of Washington. Let's just be clear about it. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> and then came some pretty early pro success. Um. So your journey from being an accomplished college golfer to the pro level, winning a couple times at the pro level, uh, you took some time off. Can you talk with us a little bit about what time off for you meant, what that looked like? (sighs) Like, I think that time off, was the best thing I could have ever done. And I always say this, absence is my best teacher for sure. And I needed to fully get away from the game a little bit. You know, there was, it got to the point where it was literally all out of my control. And it's in my, it's my control to keep it under control, right? And I allowed the outside things that had nothing to do with me just going out there and playing the best that I could distract me from doing what I was trying to do. Right. So I didn't have a balance in life really. I didn't, I didn't, some, I got to the point where I didn't know who I was. I was just the golfer. And you know, that bleeds into your work. Um, that bleeds into your relationships with your parents, relationships with significant others that bleeds into relationship with yourself mostly. And that time I took off was me doing what Sedina wanted to do. I, I love fashion. Um, I wanted to understand how marketing worked, how to market myself, just because I was in a position of where my family didn't understand that either. You know, they'd never been in a position like this. So I had to learn things on my own. A lot of people weren't teaching you this, you know. So I took some time off. I learned about myself. I learned, I got away and learned a little bit more about fashion. I like music. I just kind of got in a vibe of balance of getting to know Sedina, loving Sedina. And then that's what I decided to, after a year, I decided to come back. And then the pandemic hit and slowed everything down for me. So that one year extended a lot longer just because it took a while for 
um, need to adjust um, through the changes that we're going over uh, for COVID. It takes a level of self-awareness to be able to realize that you like you need to take some time to you know like figure that out. So like yeah, like props to props to you to just realize that it's like you know maybe I'm not doing as well as I, I think I could be doing like mentally or, you know, emotionally. Um, yeah. And it's like, I think a lot of times when, when you've made one thing, your job and like your livelihood and your, you know, pretty much your personality, I think it must mm-hmm. be, you know, it must be really hard to, to, to like take a step away from it because you're like, this is how I make money. Like, this is how I support myself. And it's like, it, if the the thing that I love doing and, and uh, the thing that keeps me going is, is like also maybe hurting me and kind of, um, you know, putting out the flame when you're trying to, to light it, it's like, that's, that, that's really tough, but yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's great that you were able to, to come out on the other side of that. And, you know, things are, things are looking up. No, I mean, you have to adjust, right. And you have to like, listen to yourself. So when I think about, when I go back onto it, like a lot of people wanted to say like, and even I wanted to say, like, it was just like, you know, mental health, mental health, mental health, which, you know, is very important. Um, therapy is very, very important. But at the same time, for me to even make that decision and feel comfortable making that decision, I was very in tune with what I needed. And that's something that I know that I always do for myself. I know myself very well. And no one, like, I'm the one that knows myself more than anybody. And it was like, if I continue to move this way, one, I'm going to be in a position where it's going to be hard mentally for me to get out of. And two, I'm going to continue the same bad habits over and over. So I need to make a change, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just needed to adjust. And, you know, mm-hmm. one thing I struggled with is as I stopped playing golf, this is the craziest thing. As I stopped playing golf, I realized who was there for me. So I realized mm-hmm. who was only there for me just, just because I was the golfer. Right. And I realized who were my allies who were with me. Like if I made a decision with which I thought was best for myself, I watched how other people reacted mm-hmm. around me. And I'm like, okay, so I'm now seeing that they're trying to persuade me or they're triggered or they're envious or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I was watching how they were responding just to be moving in the direction that I thought was best for me. So I learned a lot about people too. Um, I learned about a lot about the circle that I had around me, which wasn't healthy. So I just kind of started really in tuning into my authentic self and being me and not adjusting into the room and just being me in the room. Hmm. And I realized who was like attracting me. And I started to attract more people that were aligning with what I wanted to do and even business. I even like not just personal, not just friends, business, things started flowing easily. Isn't that crazy how when you, when things are falling in line with who you are as a person, how quickly things fall off yet your vision has never been clearer. I think, uh, what you just described was just like, a a, the blessing that a lot of us experienced during the pandemic, you know, like, yeah, true. There, there were a lot of us that kind of looked around and were like, I don't have time for this shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can no longer not prioritize myself. Right. I can no longer like ignore the voice in my head telling me that this situation is not right for me. Right. 
And unfortunately, you know, that, that, that rubs people the wrong way when you get selfish. Oh God. And, and the thing is I'm, I'm selfishly selfish. It's kind of hard to explain, but like, I'm, I like to see people happy. That's how selfish I am because I know how it Mm. makes me feel for them to be happy or content or whatever. Like, I'm like, I know I can do this for someone because that will make them happy. And that makes me happy that they're happy. Like, I don't know. I can't even explain it. But that's my selfish ways. And <laughs> it hurt me too because a lot of people wouldn't even hit me up saying, hey, Stan, you good? Like, how are you doing? None of that. Like, mm. a lot of people that I would go out of my way to make sure that they were good in the times of whatever their battles, no one no one wanted to hear my stuff, which is fine. I mean, it's not their job, right? But it kind of put things in perspective for me too, like, I have people now that actually just randomly hit me up like, yo, I haven't talked to you in two days. <laughs> it's like, yo, we're good. It was like, no, nah, I just I want to see how you're doing. What's up? How you doing? Like, I like that. Yeah, I love that. They're not talking about golf. They're not talking about any of that. Mm. They're just talking about like, yo, what did you watch? A, did you watch that movie yesterday? Like <laughs> just real chill conversation. Yeah. And I, yeah. I didn't have I didn't have much of that. My 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 aura was just so work induced. that um i kind of lost track of again lost track of you know where i came from really Mm. what's the experience been back like coming back to that listening to that voice finally owning it and and really walking into that it's fun (laughs) like i said i feel like a little kid again like my inner child is out i'm doing cartwheels i'm 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 still (laughs) myself i'm still myself I'm, i'm literally still me nothing has changed but no matter what room i walk into i'm this all the time you know and i've gotten comfortable with the uncomfortable Mm. you know like it's kind of hard like because a lot of rooms that people walk in they think it's uncomfortable but like if you walk in authentically yourself there's there's no way that there that uncomfort is there like it's like I wake up blessed, I thank God, every day. Like, I still have my routine. It feels good because you, you love yourself creating a routine, if that makes sense. Like, you're creating a routine for yourself to, like, to be happy. And let's be real, though. I have those days, like, because I travel so much. Like, I miss a lot of my friends, but most importantly, I miss my family. Like, I'm, I'm never around my family. Um, mm. And it's... I have those days where I just sit there and I cry. Like, let's just call it spade a spade. I cry. And I call my family and we cry together. And then we end up laughing afterwards and making fun of each other. Like nothing that happened. And like, my day is, my day is good. I just needed to let go of things I was holding on to. And I talked to right, right people about it. And um, that letting go as being authentic as yourself is part of letting go as well. So I'm, I'm glad to hear you talk so much about um, how important authenticity is to you. And I wonder, you know, we're, we're inundated with athlete interviews, you know, like it, it's the business, you know, we, we watch uh, Giannis the other day, you know, talk about Oreos. <laughs> he's talking, he's talking about Oreos. And then he was talking about uh, <laughs> getting off the grid and disappearing, which I loved. I love that. He's like, yeah. Oh my I, I want to go somewhere where nobody knows me. <laughs> the king of he can't uh, go Wisconsin yeah. right now. He is. He is yeah, our king. He, 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 bro, you were. 
you are seven foot one uh, and giant shoulder muscles. Ne- there, yeah, you can't go anywhere. They're gonna spot you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's you know it's something I wish more professional athletes did. You know they were you know let us behind the curtain a little bit, and I'm starting to see you know bits and pieces here or there. Um, hold on. Yo, Brad forgot this new dog, and he can't look. He can't even control her. Look, yeah. look, look at him. Brett, he, just, he just needs to get toys that aren't so loud. She needs the bull, the bully stick when she's on when it's pod night. I know. We're 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 getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, no, it's cute. It's cute. So specific to golfers, you know, watch golfers give their you know pre round post-round press interviews, I see a lot more authenticity, a lot more genuine answers coming from the LPGA side. And mm. I wonder yeah. if uh, during your your time away or even, you know, while you're away, did you keep tabs on your friends that you had on tour? Are you still tapped in with them? Um, what, are, what are conversations with, what is the relationship like with folks that you play against? Maybe, you know, some that you call friends, competitor i don't know what's your what's your relationship to those that are on tour now what are you seeing now that you that you like that you dislike i mean i feel like and i'm gonna just be honest the relationship's the same for me like as 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 much as we travel and as busy as we are if you're not right in front of us we almost forget about you it's kind of like instagram like Mm. you're not posting constantly they forget about you in 24 hours you know Mm. what i'm saying so um that's kind of how like and i and i feel bad saying that but i don't i didn't really build many relationships and when i tried it was like timing or they had interviews or they had dinner or they were napping they were sleeping it's like our schedules never really synced up and we were i guess a lot of them weren't out there to make friends and when they did it was already a clip you know friends that they you know were already associated with so you know, that song, No New Friends, was really ingrained, <laughs> ingrained. <laughs> it was ingrained. Like, no one was trying to make new friends out there. They were just trying to stick to what they knew and just get their game right, and that's it. So when it comes to certain relationships, like, the only one I can really remember that I enjoyed, I'm, I'm going to be real with you, is Paula Kramer, because hmm. every time we would, like, we would hit balls or warm up, and I always, she was always nice to me. You know, she was just always genuinely, like, happy, too. Like, there was no ego grudge, no chip on her shoulder. So when we talked, you know, she's like, so how many birdies you going to get today? I was like, I don't know how many birdies you going to get today. She's like, whoever, <laughs> it's five bu- $5 a birdie. Mm. I was like, oh, all I right, so whoever got, the most, whoever got the most birdies, um, we would have to go to each other's locker and put the money in there. And I have to attest to that I, I i i she never saw my locker i always saw her locker i was <laughs> i was giving up money but at the same time i don't I, I don't remember her really begging me for it it was just something like we had this competitive we understood each other I love you know that. it was yeah. like we wanted to compete but it wasn't towards each other's um uh, um, ego. It was more just towards each other's game. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. we got game. That's we respect. got game type of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like kind of like an inside joke Paula. between the two of you, almost like. Paula's not. Paula's mad cool. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. Paula's mad cool. I like her. 
we got to help her uh, help us get her on the pod. We would love oh, that. Yeah, I can I can hit up Paula. <laughs> yeah. We haven't talked in a minute, but we still we still uh double tap. We well, genuine tap. genuine connections I think last, you know. Um there mm-hmm. there are some friends even you know, I I known since I was, you know, 14, 15 years old that it's like it's all love whenever we reconnect. All um, love. Yeah. Yeah. All love, uh, no ego. And when right. you understand, you get a you get a joke, you get a joke, you know. Like I, I, I sometimes I say jokes and it might seem like it's personal, it's not. You just got big feet, dude. It's yeah, fact you, is a fact. Right. You just got you wearing feet, boats. Bro. You wearing boats, bro. Where's the oar, bro? That's that's how you got to pull up one. Where's the paddles, dude? Right. (laughs) What are you talking about? Your shoes. (laughs) Big shoes. Your feet, bro. Yo, I think think that's the mark of a good friendship, though. It's like you you can have a friend and, you know, time can pass, years can pass, and you can maybe not, you know, lose touch and contact. And if you see them at the grocery store, you can hug and talk like it like no time has passed and you know i think i think that's like one thing that the the pandemic kind of showed everyone it's like you know you might not have seen someone in a while and it could have been family could have been friend and it's like you know you, you see him now and it's it's like no time has passed and that's you know that's that's what true friendship is it's like we may not be checking up on each other every single day we may not be texting but you know when, right. when you see him you uh you know it's 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 just like that immediate uh immediate connection again drew act like he's 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 talking about one of his best friends right now that's how drew's talking <laughs> hey you Maybe. never know who's somebody your, who's... right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're like kyle love you yeah. kyle <laughs> no man i mean you know uh you know i think like for me uh as the the resident parent of the show it's like you know I have a lot of friends that have kids. I have kids and it's like, you know, you just, you don't see people like you do when you don't have kids and when you're like out here. So <laughs> it's like, I, the best man in, in, in my wedding, you know, he, he had kids like shortly thereafter, um, after mine and my wife's wedding. And I was like, his kids, like his kids must be like third or fourth grade by now. And mm. it's like, you know, like we just like, we don't see each other that often because, you know, they got two kids. I, we got two kids. It's like, so, right. but, but if, if I saw him, it'd be like, you know, we're back in college again. So it's, that's, that's how, you know, you gotta, gotta, got a real friend. A real one. You gotta, you gotta, you, yeah. got, you gotta make balance though. Drew, you gotta take time and be like, yo, let's do a family cookout. Something. Come on, get on the grill. That's true. You know I do I'm like saying? grilling. I do like grilling, you know, come on. I'm Drew, from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. Yeah, I live in. I'm in Wisconsin. So, are you watching that? What is it? What is that show right now? Oh, the the Jeffrey Dahmer. Are you watching the Dom? Did you watch the Dahmer? Did I did. I I did. I, I I got through half of it. Um, so I you know I was pretty young when it happened. It was like '91, so I was like four. But uh, I I remember I remember people talking about it because it was huge. It was like so. I live in Milwaukee where it happened. Um, and it, you know, it, it didn't happen like that far away from where I, where I live now. So, um, but no, it's, it's like, it's, it's really wild to see it now, like on, in a, a Ryan Murphy production. <laughs> right. Wild. wild. I mean, yeah. the dude was the dude. And the, the thing is, 
what I love the part about about the show the most is like he knew he wasn't crazy. He acknowledges like, no, I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's like, you know, is... they try to they try to they try to like get him like get him some years off by you know him acknowledging that he's a little psycho, and he's like, no, I think I knew what I was. I was cutting them up and eating them. I knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can't I, say I, he I, didn't know himself. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was very well yeah, like i just himself. i just watched the i just watched the episode where he's like where uh it might be like episode four and he's talking about he's like yeah like after he killed the first dude in ohio he's like you know i was you know i i was able to like you know hold it in for like nine years and then you know it happened again so it's like he was very like aware of what he did and what he continued yeah. to do and then it was like then he just like couldn't stop himself at you know after a while but it's like that's, yeah, that's, that's a disorder. A, they said I don't know. That's a that's an interesting disorder. He was he get he got like aroused over it. Like that's oh, just yeah. some interesting stuff. Mm. Yeah. Look mm. at Bradford. Wow. That's that's uh, uh <laughs> right. That's, I mean, he held it in like a fart. Like that's how you sound. Yeah. He's Ooh. like, yeah, I held it in. That's, and that's what he said. Yeah, years. he's like, he's like, I, yeah, I'm just like, oh, that's. He held it That's in. a long time. That's a long time. That, I, I think it was that like pent up nature. Like when you go from like one, like I think it was like 17 total people. And it's like, you know, after that, after that first taste, it was like, you know, the, the 16 came ra- at a rapid clip after that. So. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Although I, I, so it is, it's very upsetting that so many things happen in, in Wisconsin that are, that are not good. You know, there's been some other things that have happened, you know, in more, in more recent times in Wisconsin. So like, I'm yeah. proud to be from Wisconsin, but you know, we got some, we got some weird shit going on sometimes. So yeah, I, I, mean, I apologize for my, for my people. You're, you're my favorite Wisconsin. Thank you. Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't from Wisconsin, though. If you remember, he was from Ohio. He moved okay. here to be with his grandma. So, all right, so that don't count. You're good. Yeah, he's yeah. This is LeBron's problem. Right. <laughs> he's from Ohio. Wow. He's a kid from Ohio. LeBron, what do you have to say? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You guys are wilding. Uh, wilding. <laughs> well, I think I think at this point, Brad, we should probably get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Try this Ooh. out. Stop playing with me. Pure coconut Pure co- water. All right. Just, give, is give that us the just name. water? 100 coconut. Okay. Gotta it's called it. 100 coconut. I'm a big coconut. coconut water person too. I'm a no, big coconut, coconut water it's, person. It's good for you. Yeah, it's hydrating. It's got to be It's got to be ice cold for me. I'll be honest. A, or, or in a smoothie. Yo, or I'm going to tell you yeah. right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This coconut water is gonna rock your world. It is the mm. best coconut water I've wow. ever had. Do your research. I'm a sailor because I'm 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 telling you, like, I like coconut water. Sometimes it has that little weird bitter taste afterwards, whatever, all this. This is Yeah. I'm a sailor. Hundred percent pure. I love I'm a it. Hondo <laughs> coconut. All right. If you liked Kool-Aid growing up, I'm a sailor. Interesting. So who, who didn't like Kool Aid? Yeah, okay, all right, right. If you didn't like Kool Aid, I don't want to know you. I don't even want to talk to you. No. Yeah, get out get of here. Get about my face. <laughs> um, 
right. Uh, Why? We're, we're, we're headed to our meat potatoes questions. We'll give you an opportunity to talk about uh, all, all of the things that you like to consume, um, food, Thanks. beverage, etc. cetera. Uh, but let's first start off with your favorite golf smells. What are your favorite golf smells? I don't know. I, I don't. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't even have one. I don't even know what that like. People say, "Oh, the dew in the morning." Not, not really, not really. The mm. wet grass, not really. We get a lot um, of wet grass, and that's okay. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we we're here for repeat answers. It, it all it all I'm, like it, your answer is, is your that's answer. Not, but my answer is that's not my answer. I I don't even want to fib to you. Like I don't I even have that. one. Me too. I don't even I don't even have one. Like. Like sand doesn't smell good. It doesn't smell good. Mm, Don't lie to yourself. I wouldn't know. It just. But I don't. I don't think I've ever. You're by the the water. You're always in sand. All by the sand by the beach. Right, but I haven't like. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever smelled sand. Yeah, I don't think I've ever attempted to. Yeah. You guys should try it. I want to see if you you inhale it. I want to see what well, happens. Well, oh my God. I don't think you I, I should. Th- I'm joking. I don't think you should smell sand. We're it's doing just lines of when sand. When the wind blows, right? I love the ocean <laughs> smell. If I'm if I'm along the water, like in the Bahamas, I love that smell mm, on there the we golf go. course. That okay. smell on the golf course is like amazing to me. I'm in paradise. I love that. We'll take yeah. that. Yeah, I love it. We, we took. Just as an aside about sand, uh, we took Honey to the beach this weekend, and she ate probably her body weight in sand. Like she was just like, "What is this? Ah, I'm gonna dig. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna." And uh, all week she's been pooping out sand. Oh god! Like it just crumbles. That's really sad. Yeah, it is. And is it? Is she in pain? Is she like? Is she? She's totally fine. She she is just as crazy as she's always been. It's just that now when she goes, there's sand. There's like eighty okay. percent sand, twenty percent poo. Got it. Yeah, Got it. maybe she needs some did, grass. Get some grass in there, like you know, a little fiber. I'm trying soon. She, she definitely <laughs> ate a lot of sand. She's gonna she, be a golf dog, so she's gonna be eating a lot more grass than sand because your boy don't like true. them bunkers. I like that. Uh, you you are uh, you're one of the few uh, professional golfers that we've had on the show um, intentionally. Um, but uh, so I guess this 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 question could actually apply to you, and, and maybe has has happened in the past. But um, what is what is your walk up song like? What's the song that gets you pumped up and and uh, gets you ready to go out and play? I don't know. It depends on my mood. See, if I'm feeling mm. like like sometimes I'm feeling amped up. There's a song called Stand For. I'm, I forget who the artist is. Don't judge me. You can. Actually, that would be funny. Is it Ty Dolla Sign? Ty, no, it's, is, it, is it Ty Dolla Sign, Stand For? There's a song might, called Stand For by Ty Dolla Sign. Hold on, I'm going to play it. Yeah, yeah, play it. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Okay, all right. So when I'm hyped, that one, I like a lot of Six Lack or slack hmm. i like a lot of blit blit blixed or blist or blixed blixed blast blast is but that his like name? A, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. A, the x blixed. is the a or the a is the, yeah the a is the x 
I'm like, I don't know how to say, like, I don't keep up with this stuff. <laughs> I'm going to be real. All right, well, we got but, one. We got one stand for by Ty Dolla Sign. That's going on Ty, the GGT Walkups playlist. I like that song. Okay, I'll take that it. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like All that right. song. Cool, cool. No, I mean, I think it, it can it can be different songs for different moods, and I think for all for every person, it's like you know, yeah. are you are you are you trying to like get into like a zen moment, or are you are are you like, is it? Like, no, I just yeah. love music. You can't pick just one. That's the no, thing. Agreed, like, yeah. These questions yeah. are so hard because it's like I I love. I love life. I love everything that's involved. So if you're like, "What's your favorite ice cream?" I'll be like, "Bruh." You're like, "It's ice cream. Give all, it to me." All, I can all, give you I can give you my I can give you my favorite fruit though. All right, go for it. Yeah, hit hit us. Cantaloupe. What? Can cantaloupe. <laughs> favorite? Do you do the cantaloupe in the, in the ice cream? No. Okay. Stop playing with me, Drew. Okay. Stop playing with me, yo. Stop playing with me, yo. Okay, have y'all ever seen um, the show Severance on on Apple TV? Yes. There's there's uh, (laughs) it takes place in an office setting. Anyway, uh, it's a very dry, mundane office uh, setup, and they're all sitting at their desk and and they get like a party for if they achieve a certain thing, whatever. And at one point someone rolls up a cart with fruit on it and the guy turns around and he goes, Ooh, melon party. <laughs> and like, that was the most exciting thing of the day. And it was literally just cantaloupe and honeydew. So, yeah. <laughs> so you would love yeah. something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would relate 100%. <laughs> okay. So, um, before before answering this question, um, can you tell us where your last professional win was? Oh, actually, I know the answer to this. Okay, you answer. It was the John Shippen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Was it, it was, was it at event. Detroit Golf Club? It was at Blythefield Country Club. Okay, Blythefield. Okay. Hmm. So you win the John Shippen. It's at Blythefield Country Club. They invite mm-hmm. you back 2023. Sedina Parks is hosting. And the night before the first round, you get to host a dinner. You can invite whoever you want, but you get to pick the menu. What's on the menu? Dang. Unlimited courses, whatever you want. You can put it could be five courses of cantaloupe if you want. Right. Okay. So I'm not a big dessert person. So I'm going to say the dessert mm. is like fruity stuff, like healthy fruity stuff. It might be like a light crepe or something. Okay. But like for the beginning, I like cashuterie boards. Mm. I'm a cashuterie board nut. A lot of people don't know that, but I like cashuterie boards. So like if you have like a wing cashuterie board, a uh, fig with veggies and, and, and like, yo, just give me a good cashuterie board for the appetizer, right? You know, yes. just yeah, 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 yeah. Give that, me the that. whole I'm slab not, of wood full of foods. Blah, blah. All yeah, the foods. right in the middle of the table. Just a big long yes. Um and you just finger food type of stuff. Um I like Indian cuisine. So if it, there's like some Indian I like spices. Give me some spicy stuff. 
Um, and I like mm. seafood. So a lot of that can be mixed in there too. And y'all gonna judge me, but I'm not into chicken like that no more. Okay. This chicken's Fair. gotten rub this chicken's gotten rubbery, but like if someone could really fry <laughs> if someone could really fry some good wings, I'm in it. Like I'm, Okay, I, you, prefer, still, I'm, you prefer the fried wing to like a baked or uh or like yeah. a breaded. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause Same. they're not doing Give me it. A fried wing. They're not doing mm. it right anymore right now. And I don't know how to cook to teach them. So it's just ah. a, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a slot here. I'm stuck. Well, something um, something some of our other guests have said is like, say, for example, all right, if wings are on the menu, they got to be from my aunt Cheryl. You know, it, like that's allowed too. you know, like, mm-hmm. do you have anybody in your life that like, OK, they make a bomb ass rib. I want that on the menu. If you want some bomb ass catfish, yo, you got to go to my my mom's boyfriend. Come on, Raleigh Durham. What? Are you Come joking? Come on, Raleigh Durham. Are you joking? What's so if special you want about some, it? Don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's everything. Everything. Like every single per- like fish is perfect and it tastes the same. It's, mm. it's, re- it's ridiculous. That and my grandma makes the best cream beef. Like, mm. you know what people call like biscuits and gravy? We yes. call it cream beef. That's my shit. Ooh, my grandma can like my 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 friends growing up in elementary school would just want to sleep over the weekends just to have grandma's cream beef in the morning. That Damn. is my shit. Oh, that transports me back home. I love that answer so much. So maybe cream beef and some catfish. I just want to bring some. You know what? Fuck what I said before. Soul food. I'm a soul food. That whole thing. They're gonna have an experience it. of their lifetime. I'm sorry right it. now. <laughs> whenever we have this question it's always like at night and then i'm and i then know I'm hungry, and then i just like go and like make a box of mac and cheese and i'm just sad <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a great answer is is, is, the, is it like a like a smoked catfish or like how how is it prepared right oh fried like, okay fried okay there we go, there like we go. I've, I've never catfish. had fried i've had it i've had like a smoked catfish before i've never had like a fried one that sounds really Drew, good I got oh you. Drew. Drew. oh i got you True. Come on, come on. Don't cousin. touch anything else. Just like, can you just bear with me? Don't touch anything else until you get to take. We okay. gotta have a get together. My mom is trying to throw a big family barbecue anyway, and try to get my whole family together. Which I continuously tell her, "Is this really a good idea?" And she insists that it is. <laughs> do and do I'm you like, really want to see all these people <laughs> in one hey, place? She's like, hey. she's like, they want to see you, baby. They just want to see you. I'm like, all right. I get that. Uh, yeah. Do I do but, I want to see all of them? Yeah. Do I want to see that? <laughs> I do. I do. It's just a lot at once. Let's be real. It's a yeah. lot at once. A lot. I know how that goes. It's a lot. Yeah. But we one thing is for family. certain: Drew is absolutely invited to the cookout. Thousand percent. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh, 100%. Drew's going to be the show. They're going to try to figure out who you are the whole time. Right. Who's who's he related to? <laughs> who's, co- who's, co- who's cousin is that? Who did he marry? Right. Who did he marry? Exactly. Yeah, they're going to be trying to figure you out, boy. Sadina brought this dude. I don't know who this dude is. But <laughs> he's just he likes a guy. The catfish, so he, yeah. he must be cool. He must right, be her right. agent or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the catfish. Is that he's manager? good with me. 
Right. Y'all, y'all silly, bro. That must be her. That must be her accountant. <laughs> now that's something they would say. I know. I know. That must be her business manager or something. Yeah. I don't know what you do. He does the numbers. Right, right. <laughs> but that boy tearing up that cafe. Look at him go. Look at him go. Look, look, at him. look at, and he licked the finger too, didn't he? Look at him, look at the finger. Uh, he like, he like that cafe, don't he? Give him another plate. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah give him another plate. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> give him them yams. <laughs> yeah, that's he needs that's needs some right meat there. on his bones. <laughs> yes. Can you recall a time on the golf course, whether professionally, uh, in a casual mm-hmm. round with friends, where you laughed the absolute hardest on the golf course? To be honest, more lately that I can remember more lately than ever. Like like I said, growing up with those kids, man, I don't think I don't think I went home like I went home every day with a big smile on my face. We were family. That was that was the time. But lately, I have some boys out here that, that play, you know, and they love playing with me. I need to I need I need to get their game up so it can be a match. Like I'm talking shit right now because <laughs> they wasting my time but <laughs> when they get like you know when they get in a tussle with their other boys about like the score or like the mat where the, where the matches and them changing the rules in the middle i'm sorry but that shit is so funny to me because they get heated like they get mad like when someone gets really mad on the golf course to where they want to fight somebody I'm the person in the cart laughing the entire time, not taking it seriously. Because I don't know how you got to this point. I'm like, how do we get so mad right now over some, over this ball? So I think mm. that's the most hilarious thing. So a lot of the times, actually playing with my boys, I'm, I've been I'm, laughing a lot of the time. I'm with you there because I'm I'm never the uh, <laughs> the instigator or like the the drama starter. I'm like I will watch it play out in front of me. So I'd, right. I'd be in the cart with you laughing. Yeah, I'm in, I'm just laughing. Like, and sometimes I get like in tussles. Like I used to get in tussles with people, and I look back on it and I laugh at it because I'm like, why was I? Why were we? Because it's like a dual thing. It's not just me. It's the other person too. Like, why were we tripping? Like, why mm-hmm. are we so mad over? It? And I look back and laugh because I, you don't want to see me mad. I'm a Taurus. I'm a bull. I'm only <laughs> mad if you treat someone like crap, like you treat them shitty or, you know, and it shows like if someone's doing something to somebody that makes zero sense to that to me and it's like hurting them and or it's not benefiting them. I'm, I'm on your neck. Yeah. And it's not and it's not polite and I don't do it the right way. So I'm just going to acknowledge that. I don't know if there's a right way to do it, but ain't no right way. Sh- there are no rules. <laughs> no. It, it's primal instincts at that point. If you're defending somebody, yeah. you know. Yo, gloves I go are off. all in. I go all in. Yeah, no, no kid, glo- no kid gloves for that for sure. Yeah, right. none, none, none. Uh, so, Sadina, our our podcast is graciously sponsored by Red Rooster, which is a uh, a golf glove uh, company, and they make fantastic Cabretta leather gloves. Uh, we love them. We love playing in them. Uh, but our this little uh, segment is called the the Get a Grip segment sponsored by red rooster and we let our guest we ha- we give you the floor and you can rant for anything for one minute so the floor is yours Sedina. what's 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 grinding your gears right now 
you know what? This is perfect. And I don't I don't even have I don't even need the time to think about this. You know what has been grinding my gears lately? It's just been like I like making faces. You like this face? <laughs> For the audience, she's making a, a very right, sour this is face. An audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> but we can see you. That's my gears grinding. Anyway, I have this new thing with my caddy. And we've been and we kind of like, I said it and we kind of made a thing out of it. And I'm going to take this to another dimension because I really want to expand this, this, this slogan. But it's called shoot your shot. It's in everything, everything that you do. If you see someone attractive, attractive over there, go shoot your shot. Don't be passive aggressive. Don't be this. Don't be that. Go shoot your shot. If you want to make an opportunity to start your own company, shoot your shot. If you want to like shoot your, and that's what I don't like is like people kind of like tap around the conversation mm. or subjects or things just to pro, like get a little bit here and a little bit there. And like some people ask me like, so like, are you dating anybody or is that that or is this that? And like, I'm like, what do you want? Like shoot your shot. Just be honest with me. Talk to me. Like, and that's mm. one thing that's been grinding my gears. It's like, I just want people to shoot their shot and I'm starting to shoot my shot a lot more. It's been working. Like it's like I always shoot my shot and some people don't like it. Like one one time I asked a girl, I was like, yo, is it cool if like I take you out for dinner? And she was like, No, I mean, what do you mean? And I was like, blah blah blah. And she's like, you know, I don't swing that way. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. And then a year goes around like and then two days go around and she like she uh, ghosts me. And a year goes around and she still ain't talked to me. We used to talk all the time. So it's like, some people won't like it, but I shot my shot. I don't feel bad about it. I didn't say anything rude, it. disrespectful, condescending or anything. I just shot my shot. So that's one thing that grinds my gears is like people just not, you know, it's not being aggressive, but it's like more of just kind of not holding back and letting go and just being free. So I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Say with your chest. Shoot your shot, it. boy. Shoot your shot. Say it with your chest. I appreciate that. Damn, uh, go off. We, we ain't got time to waste. You know, we need straight shooters out here. We're adults. Cut to the chase. We're not, we're not getting any younger. Exactly. Time is precious. Exactly. Rah, da, da, da. Well, lately shoot I've been bringing lately I've been bringing nerf nerf guns on the golf course. It's hilarious. What? So You're like, literally shooting your shot. I'm like, yeah, I just I'm having fun on the golf course now. I don't care. My practice rounds and when I have when I'm at home is insane. I love it. What are, what is like the, the reaction like when you when you pull out a Nerf gun? They're like they're like, is that a fucking Nerf gun? <laughs> yeah. What are you uh, what are you doing simple. with that? Well, they just no, they just stare with me. They just stare at me like, and I hold it up like this. I do poses. Yeah, like what's <laughs> it's up? hilarious. The James Bond. It's yeah, I'm like I said, yeah. my inner child Kill is Bill. here. I'm having fun. If you I say something, it. if you don't shoot your shot, you start saying something out the side of your neck. I'm, I just, I just nerf you. <laughs> Stay nerfed. Stay nerfed up. That's all I gotta say with me. I nerf love up. It. Keep that nerf thing up. on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love this. Okay. Um, another sponsor of Group Golf Therapy is BetterHelp, the online therapy platform that allows anyone from anywhere to tap in with a therapist 24-7, 365, as easy as a text message or an email or a FaceTime call. 
whatever you prefer. That's and cool. uh, BetterHelp has graciously offered our listeners 10% off their first month by using the code GGT when you go to betterhelp.com. So the segment of the show is the BetterHelp moment of clarity. And similarly to our last segment, I'm going to allow you time to reflect, to get something off your chest, but I'm going to give you a prompt. And normally we have um, a stack of 72 cards. Each card has a word on it and uh, it could be vision or patience or discernment. It could be any, any one word. So um, I thought that this word might land with you particularly after knowing kind of your journey and things that are important to you now. Um, so your better help moment of clarity is authenticity. Yeah. Gosh, I've been using that word a lot lately, a lot of them in my meetings and a lot of people are using it in meetings with me because that's what they see. As soon as they meet me, they're like, Sadina, like I've never met someone that's just so themselves like in the room and then they start saying authentic and they're like, I know people are using this a lot, but when I use it with you, it sounds natural. Like, so to me, authenticity just sounds <clears throat> that not authenticity means to me is like, it's a lot of things, uh, but most importantly is being who you are. I'm going to keep it simple. Um, being, being you, be you, like how people say, like, do you be you? That's what it means to me. Thank you so much that. for that. Uh, it, sometimes it is that simple, you know, um, yeah. and from just, you know, watching what you've been up to via social media, um, we got a chance to catch up yesterday, which was great. Um, I'm loving what I see from you. I, I do believe that you're walking into that authenticity. You're really owning that and making that a part of this kind of reimagined, uh, revamped phase of your career. And I'm so excited to see what comes next for you um i i mean that like into my bones you know like i'm a i'm a sedina parks fan um and i'm just i'm so glad that you were able to spend some time with us tonight and i'm glad that drew got to see and meet you and i've been you know i've been hyping this up for so long so i'm glad that we finally were able to make it happen and uh, i hope that you're able to um to to continue on your journey. And I know you're going to be successful no matter what you do, because that's who you are. Uh, and I'm just, I'm so excited to see it. So thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you guys. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, nice to, nice to officially meet you, Drew. Um, and Likewise. yeah, I, I had a good time guys. It's always good conversation with y'all, with you, especially Brad. Brad, we gotta, we yeah. gotta make a trip back to the motherland <laughs> and play some golf with Sedina now. I know. It's a wrap. I, I, Anytime, I missed... obviously in the in the come in the summertime. We know this. Yeah, you not, know this, Brad. Not, but not anytime, now, but please come through. It's gonna be winter soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like forty degrees in Jersey now. So, it's like forty it's degrees actually, in Wisconsin it's right actually, now. Actually, it's actually seventy-eight today. Can we just what? talk about it? Oh, yeah, like October, okay. October, okay, fall, October. I see you. Look, I see you, Jersey. <laughs> I'm no, still that's, in that's, here. I'm that's still in warming. here. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm going to stay out of it. Right, right. <laughs> just, just live my life the way it is. Right. <laughs> Bless.